0: They say Sunday, Trevor might play. I think either way, it's going to be a game where we learn something and the Jaguars can teach something. I'll tell you what that's all about here on Locked On Jaguars. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for joining me for another edition of Locked on Jaguars. I'm Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked on Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day. And we always thank you for making us your first listen. We appreciate that very much. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page for free. That's right. Locked on Jaguars. It's free to subscribe on YouTube. All you got to do is hit the like button. hit the subscribe button and then hit the bell for notifications for each and every time we drop an episode also if you listen to podcasts while you're riding around in the car wherever you do that at make sure you tap in every single day to make sure you don't miss an episode today's show sponsored by prize picks the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on nfl and use the code with all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. And shout out to the everydayers for joining us every single day. We appreciate you. All right. here's what right. We're going to go over today. Trevor looks like a go. That's right. It hasn't been made official yet, but he's on the practice field with no noticeable limp. Doesn't appear to be limited whatsoever. So I'm thinking that they're going to get Trevor ready to go. We'll talk about that in the first segment and the significance of it why sunday's game against cleveland on the road is a learning game who will learn the most fans and the team will learn something about itself and that's why i said sunday is also a teaching game it's going to teach us how to control our expectations and it also is going to teach the jaguars a little bit about themselves and i'll tell you what that's all about by the time we get to segment three but segment one is all about trevor lawrence On this good Friday, Trevor Lawrence uh, is on the practice field. It looks like he's ready to go. And after what we saw Monday night, I did not think I'd be saying that. I'm telling you, I did not think that Trevor Lawrence was going to be able to play. But I'm not a doctor. Good thing I'm not, because I would have got that wrong. But he, he looks like he's ready to go. So I'm running around on the practice field on video. Everyone says he walks without a limp. I heard high ankle sprain and immediately thought six to eight weeks. But as it turns out, he had stability. Um, he went from not being able to put much pressure on it at all on Monday night to literally walking around on the practice field yesterday, throwing the ball. And uh, that might be an indicator that he's going to be a go. I guess. We'll see what the injury report says before the game, whether it be a game time decision. Uh, I heard it's going to be uh, nasty feel that that it's going to be wet but not raining so it'll be a little bit of a nasty feel um it's going to be interesting to see too if, if miles garrett is still on the injury report and if he's and if he's going to go because that means he'll probably be lining up against blake Hans, who's the third offensive tackle for the jacksonville Jaguars. so they're really going to have to get the ball out of trevor's hand real, real quick and because of the lines inability to stop most solid defensive ends not to mention a couple of great ones they you know they had some success against tj watt up in pittsburgh but not a lot of success at at all against the 49ers and then of course last week uh there was some pressures and one of them obviously led to trevor um holding on to the ball he held on to the ball because his receiver wasn't looking parker washington but but still even if he'd throwing the ball that guy was going to get blocked into him in my opinion and um that guy being walk a little they just have to figure out man if they're going to be good enough down the stretch to block so that's going to tap into what we're going to talk about in segment two a learning situation or a teaching situation it depends on the perspective and wherever you are with that but So far right now, it looks like Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to go. Um, If he goes, they have a chance to win. I think if he doesn't go, I don't think they have a chance to win. I think um, I was thinking that it would be a very, very close game. But this is one of those games, man. I I know I was talking to my friend Demetrius Harvey about it earlier. I said weeks ago that this is a trap game, even without their starters. Right. Demetrius uh, told me he thought the Tampa game was the trap game. I think any game where the team plays well in the trenches is going to be a game for the Jaguars, something that they have to watch out for. They really do. They're going to have to watch out for it because they're not going to be able to fix those Trent, that trench situation until the off season. And I hope that they don't do what they did this year and think that they're okay. Somebody hit me up and said, well, man, they did address it. They signed Sheriff. They drafted Fortner. They drafted Walker Little. They drafted Anton Harrison. They made a trade for Ezra Cleveland um, last year. They made a trade for Cole Van Lannan. And OK, yeah. So I didn't say they ignored it. I just said they they probably didn't prioritize it the way that I would have. Right. And you all know what I mean. I would I, I was all on the Jamal uh, uh the um, the train for um, Juwan Taylor. I, it, it wasn't a money issue for me. And I don't think that it came down to a money issue for the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are just were going to move on, regardless of what he was being offered. I just think that they were going to get out of there and just go ahead and move on. And they did know what his market value was. I think the Chiefs probably exceeded that a little bit. Or, you know, the market is what somebody else will pay. The market is what somebody else will pay. I wanted them to add to that. I wanted them, if they're going to take Anton Harrison, that's fine. Add to it. Add to it that's what that's that's what I was on the whole time. I wasn't against them drafting uh a young tackle. I just wanted them to add to the guys that they already had without losing people we uh we can agree to disagree on whether or not they properly address the the line but one thing we can agree on is that they have a problem pass blocking, and it's not all injury related. I just think you have to be really, really good in that area if you're going to achieve all of your goals. I I really do. I think you just got to be really, really good in that area if you're going to achieve all your goals as a football team. And I just don't think they're good enough in that area. But we'll see if Trevor Lawrence is able to get back. Hopefully he can stay upright and and, uh, they can keep him upright and they don't lose, um, lose him anymore for the rest of the season. They need to win at least four of these games for me to feel really, really comfortable about their position in the playoffs. That, that That's what it pretty much comes down to. I think they need to win four of these games. I think they're more than capable of doing it if they just put their mind to it, execute. This team is all about execution, and all football teams are about execution. Uh, but for some reason, when this team doesn't execute, they don't have a chance in hell of winning. They're just not good enough to overcome a lack of execution. So we're going to see exactly how that goes Down the stretch. All right, we're going to talk about Sunday being a learning game. The Jaguars are going to learn about themselves, but the fans are also going to learn a little bit about their team. What do I mean by that? I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. All right, today's show is brought to you and sponsored by prize picks that's right prize picks is the number one daily fantasy sports the largest daily fantasy sports platform in north america and we are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports it's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players including pros and sharks and they are out there you pick more or less than on two to six between two and six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in i've been winning a little bit And you can do the same thing. If I can do it, I know y'all can do it, right? All you got to do is go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL in all lower cases for a first deposit match up to $100. I'm going to repeat that again. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Now try two or three, two or three teams. It gets you a little shorter money before you go starting the five or sixes right get used to it and uh master it and then you can start winning some money on prize picks make sure you use the code locked on nfl all right back here well we ain't clean we 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 never leave you never leave you here on locked on jaguars we're your team every day. We thank you for making us your first list. We're going to keep getting into this conversation about why I consider this Sunday a learning moment. The learning moment this Sunday will come because I think this game, we, everybody was caught by surprise with the Bengals, right? Even even if the Jags had won the game, the way the game went shocked everybody because no one expected that quarterback to go 32 out of 37. No one expected them to be able to run the ball the way they successfully ran the ball on Jacksonville. So it was a little bit of a shock, right? You were shocked. You didn't get any learning value out of it because you were too busy being pissed off, especially once Trevor Lawrence got hurt. And uh when it became apparent that Jaguars probably weren't gonna pull it out, your emotions were anger. And I remember it very vividly because I did a postcast right after it and I talked about it and I saw the the messages that were coming in on on the um on the app and uh on YouTube and I was like, well everybody's mad. So after a while your emotions get out of it and you start to try to figure out if you can glean something from it, right? So here's what I got This game is going to be like a mirror If Trevor Lawrence plays if he doesn't the excuse can always be whether well, they had a backup quarterback, right? But if he does play I think it's going to mirror it's going to be a mirror of You have to at some point realize Someone is or people are or a team is or are who they continuously show you that they are And you might not want to face it and you might not want that reality to slap you in the face But the bottom line is this if they can't stop the run this week um, They're just a bad run team Or bad run defense if they can't run the ball, they're just a bad running team on offense All right If they can't get off the field on third down, then they're just no good at getting off the field on third down. Look, these dudes are on their fourth quarterback up there. Not not three, four. They're on their fourth quarterback this season. I thought a team like that wouldn't even be in a position to give the Jaguars any trouble or any fits. Turns out I was wrong because this is exactly what happened with Cincinnati. And we realized the Bengals are way more than just one guy. They're a playoff team for a reason, right? Of course, Joe Burrow is great and all of that, but we wouldn't even be having this conversation had the Jaguars defense done what they were supposed to do or what we thought they were capable of doing, but evidently we were wrong. This week is going to tell us whether that was just a fluke or it's just who they are. And if it's who they are, what do you do about it? Do you get rid of the staff? Do you change defensive coordinators? Does Trent Baalke if he's given the opportunity, does he, I mean, do you get rid of him? Do you still depend on drafting and developing? One of the things that bothers me is why don't they give Yashia Abdullah a chance? Abdullah can't be any worse than uh, Caleb on chasing. It can't be. And Caleb is actually having his best season. But even that, he's as average as the day is long. So why don't they try a young guy? Caleb on, this is last year in the contract. Excuse me. So I'm just sitting here bugging out like I'd rather see a young kid get a shot than someone with that you know they, they've already tapped tapped out and reached their potential. You have four years worth of four years worth of um tape and inventory to know that yeah, you're probably gonna have to get somebody else in that spot. And I'm starting to think that the way that they play defense. It's starting to bother me to get on my nerves a little bit. I'm not angry at Tyson Campbell like a lot of other people. A lot of other people. I saw people saying, don't pay Tyson Campbell. Look, that's a the conversation that can be left open. However, Tyson Campbell struggling with Jamar Chase. Anybody would struggle with Jamar Chase. They all do. If you're going to guard him one-on-one, Jamar Chase is going to be a headache for a lot of people. Jamar Chase is really going to be a headache for a dude who hadn't played in several weeks. So I'm going to give uh, a little bit of grace to him, to Tyson Campbell, that he's going to play a little bit better, that he's going to play a little bit better. Devin Lloyd, I'm going to give a little bit more grace to him to to get back on it, but I don't want Devin Lloyd to, to regress and go back to the way I was thinking about him like last year, right? Because last year, I I thought Devin Lloyd was just a total waste of a draft pick after the the first half of the season. And I do think he should be doing more for where they picked him. I do. So just because he improved a little bit, I think it's going to really, really show them. And it's going to show us. And we're going to be able to now see it instead of looking at it with bright eyes because we have these high expectations the expectations have dropped down a little bit and there's value there's real value in these games other than getting them into the playoffs and even if i don't think they're gonna win uh the super bowl this year i think that there's a lot of things that they can they can learn from going back to the playoffs the second straight year and and even if they take get taken to the woodshed by somebody it'll just be a, a slap of reality OK, there's two years in a row you made the playoffs and you weren't good enough, as opposed to last year when they surprised everybody and made the playoffs. And then we all just went bonkers and went crazy with it because it was like getting dessert when you didn't expect it or getting a bonus. Right. And we viewed it that way. And they viewed it that way, in my opinion, because they said, let's run it back. With these same play- with these same guys. Well, this year, I hope they do something different. I hope they learn their lesson because. Even if they make the playoffs this year, fans will not be happy with them leaving out on the first or the second week. They're just not going to be. It'll be like, look, man, thank you for this year. It was successful. It's two years in a row. All right, but I have high expectations, and we need to get we need to get something done. We need to get something done, and we need to be better. So it's gonna be a learning game for you. And this time you're going in with your notebook and your pen instead of just See, Monday night was was all about drinking beer and tailgating and wearing black and showing off and showing everybody how good you are. And we had no idea that they were going to lose that game. Nobody was even thinking about Jaguars losing. Right. So now that they have, you realize that you can watch the game a little bit differently now. So what do you hope that they teach you? What do you hope that they teach? And I don't want them to trick y'all so i'm going to talk about specific things that i hope you get taught as a fan and i hope they learn for themselves this weekend i think it's really really important i'm telling you something else is important locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube locked on sports today is here for your 24 7 coverage covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts Of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every game. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel. All right. What we're going to do here, what we're going to do here is go back. I always say that. That's one of my favorite records. But what we're going to do here is we are going to get to segment three. I'm going to tell you what to look out for now that you are in student mode. And I'll do all of that for you here on Locked On Jaguars in just a second. That's right. In just a second, I'll give it to you here on Locked On Jaguars. Want to tell you about today's sponsor, which is DoorDash. Man, when you move to a new neighborhood, you know what? Sometimes you're not on the map when it comes to getting stuff delivered. And some of these restaurants don't want to deliver to you, right? doordash doesn't have that problem there's a little pizzeria down the street about five miles down the street that does deliver because i'm out of the area well i just send doordash over there and doordash picks it up for me and they do that with all of your local spots and you can make sure you tap into doordash and get the same good quality service i've been using them ever since we were in the pandemic and doordash was delivering my food good and hot you get the same thing that's 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED 23 that's right. I'm gonna read it again get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order When you download the DoorDash app and enter code locked 23 subject to change terms apply Segment number three here on a Friday getting ready for the team to travel up to Cleveland right next to Lake Erie and go up there and hopefully Beat the team that I think has the worst uniforms in the National Football League. Okay. I didn't say that on crossover I gonna hurt nobody's feelings. But if you heard the crossover with me and Jeff Lloyd yesterday Make sure you tap into that also because it gives us the biggest keys, storylines and matchups to Sunday's game Right now, I want I want everybody to be in learning mode to learn about this team and to really pay attention to it. Now, when you ask for the truth or when you ask, just the football gods, man, show me who we are, so I ain't up here disappointing it and I could adjust my expectations. Well, when you ask, you shall receive, and whenever you want to really pay attention, sometimes the truth that comes at you ain't the one that you want to hear, but we will get a chance to see the jaguars go out and they're either going to rebound or they're not and i know a lot of people gonna talk to me about how many guys are banged up and and trust me i saw the injury report yesterday it was a ton of them Walker little was banged up of course christian kirk's out for a while um etn probably still isn't as healthy as he wants to be um i think zay jones is trying to get back into the groove a little bit last week Burton strange was out um devon hamilton hasn't been himself right he hasn't been his whole self since he came back from an illness that kept him sidelined early in the year tyson campbell's trying to get back in the fold Um, i think it's another core injury or hamstring injury for um andre cisco but he's trying to play through that as well just a lot of guys banged up trey herndon i never thought i'd be the one saying i missed trey herndon last week the Jaguars did activate Chris Braswell, who is coming back um, from being out for a while, so that'll give them some more options at corner and possibly nickel. So, look, this time of year, everybody's banged up. You can't use excuses. What this is gonna probably teach us is that this team probably isn't as deep as you thought they were, and some of the guys that are in in the starting lineup probably shouldn't be there. Right? They should be backups. But if they make a boatload of money. They might be on their way out of here next year because I was going to really come back and focus on free agents. But since Trevor Lawrence is playing, I'm going to give them a little bit more time before we start discussing that. If they if they don't win this week, I'm going to to start breaking the roster down next week. I'm going to tell you right now, if they lose to Cleveland, we're going to do a postcast and then come Monday. Unless I make the postcast a long show and make it actually Monday show. I'm going to come back here Monday and we're going to deconstruct this team and try to start all over because they are going to need a reboot. And I did not think that I would ever be uh, talking like that at this juncture based on what the, the success that they had last year. So it's going to it's going to be a teaching moment. We're going to learn a lot. It's going to be a real teaching moment for the Jaguars. And I hope they pay attention to the lessons that they teach themselves. That is don't be stubborn. Don't be slow to move. Don't just say, hey, we need more player development because then I'm going to start questioning, do you have the people that's going to actually do the developing? Do you have the coaches? Do you have uh, the staff that you can trust to, to get these guys better? A lot of the dudes you didn't see that were picked last year. Anton Harrison is a good draft pick. I'm not knocking that. Not knocking Anton Harrison being a good draft pick whatsoever. But when I look at the Jacksonville Jaguars team, while they have skill position players, they, they there's some skill that they're missing, some things that they're missing. I don't know if it's in their attack or I don't know if it's in their, um, their DNA as a football team. But to me, I'd like them to see them test the, the middle of the field more. So you ain't going to grow none of your wide receivers overnight, right? Everything seems like it's deep or quick to the side. It's horizontal. It's It's toward the hashes with guys running out of bounds. I just think after a while, teams kind of catch on to you and they know exactly, they know the hits that you want to play and they just go take them from you. So I think the Jaguars have to do a better job of attacking the middle of the field, but sometimes you, if you don't have time to throw or if you're worried about QB1 getting banged up because you're, 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 your protection is breaking down, then you got to call things that, uh, that allows him to get the ball out of his hand quickly. Let me tell you right now, man, that offensive line, they need some help. I like Ezra Cleveland, even though he led the Jaguars in pressures, according to PFF or whoever it is that uh, that monitors that stuff. I still believe in him as, as a player. I, I like his skill set. I like Walker Little, too, but I just don't know if he's good enough to be a starter on a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl. I don't remember a couple of weeks I was on here saying man we were all wrong about sean Jenkins I, I still like jinx but boy did jinx have a tough game the other night and he had a kind of game that makes you go where's Brian Branch when you need him I, I promise you I said it a little bit everybody's sitting there looking at, at Trayvon talking about and they talking about Aiden Hutchinson I ain't thought about Aiden I I never I've never bounced the Aiden Hutchinson idea all across you know. The line I I did though I did look at Brian Branch and how good he was and a lot of people liked him and wanted him and I just thought that it would, look yeah I said I I just didn't think that they could use a, a first round pick on a guy who is not going to be in their base defense and and he, he would have been a nickel slot guy he wasn't going to be in their base defense unless you're going to put him in for Rayshon Jenkins and Rayshon Jenkins makes a lot of money so. The fact that they, that's the way they went, I, I think that that's an area we're gonna keep watching that too, because at some point, if they do poorly this week, we're gonna to have to start getting rid of some people. We got to get rid of people that's under contract in order for them to make room for new people that they want to get signed. So it's gonna be a learn. It's gonna be a lot to learn, and it's gonna be a lot. The Jaguars, whatever they decide to teach you, make sure you pay attention and they call it teach tape that's the term now you're gonna have some teach tape you're gonna either learn about your team this weekend uh you can even lose i mean you can win the game and still learn something about them that you don't like i think that's where everybody is now once you lose a game like you lost on monday night now everybody views you through a lens of skepticism and that's exactly what we're all going to do show us teach us teach us who you are matter of fact learn yourself who you are this weekend with a victory over Cleveland where you play a really, really clean game and then we won't have these discussions. But we will have them if they don't do that. I got a feeling they won't because they just haven't done that enough this year. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering Every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. You guys have a nice weekend. Please make sure you take care of each other, like I always say. And good luck, Jaguars. Hopefully, you go to Cleveland and we learn more about this team. And this team learns something about themselves. And they play clean and they play uh play a real, real complete football game. Because if you don't, we're gonna talk about your Sunday on postcast. It's gonna be within an hour after um the last whistle on sunday so we'll see you sunday hopefully the jaguars win and we'll have some good news to talk about